it's one of those things what I've understood is that your soul wants to learn the deepest lesson it can in this lifetime so in this lifetime for me I understand that what it needed to learn is for me to get here for me to be able to because as I look back at it there were many times in my military career where the universe was leading me out of the military it was mm. basically saying you are not needed here you are not mm -hmm. needed here but because of fear and because of doubt of my own self of like doing something different than the military I stayed in mm. Hello and welcome to the Healing and Dealing Podcast. I am your host, Charlotte, and I am so excited to go on this journey with you. Through a trauma-informed lens, we will navigate healing through conversation and connection while learning tools to embody our transformation and make lasting changes in our lives. We will cover relatable topics and discuss various modalities to put into action and ignite change. This podcast will have incredible guests who will share their story and provide proof that even in the darkest times, there is light waiting for us. If you landed here, it's for a reason. Now, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Healing and Dealing Podcast. Today, I'm so honored and excited to have Tammy Ward here with us. She started working as a life coach in 2016 after honoring her skills as a motivator during her 24-year military career, helping others develop habits to enhance themselves as much as the mission. After retiring from the military, she received her bachelor's degree in social psychology and a life coach certification from Lumia Coaching. Tammy has also honed her mystic abilities through meditation, shamanism, and daily spiritual practice. She is inspired by the wisdom of Michael Singer, Sarah Wiseman, Jay Shetty, Mel Robbins, Jen Sincero, and Sonia Roman, amongst many others. She embodies her mantra, embrace life boldly, and guides others to do the same. With Tammy, you get a mind, body, and spiritual companion. Hi, Tammy. Welcome. Hi, thanks, Charlotte. Thank you so much for allowing me to be in this space with you. I could tell from day one since we connected, it was just a really great energy. So I thank you so much for that. And I love what you're doing. I thank love you. who you're bringing on. I love I, I love the always the thought process that you have in, in your podcast. It's very intriguing and it's very connecting. So thank I just you. want to commend you on that and just say, keep going. Today is 8-8 Portal Day. I so, know. If it's open, write those eight <clears throat> things down that you want to manifest with specification, you know. That's so funny you say that. I was just allow it to go into the air. I was it, yeah. reading about that last night for the first time. I was like, what is this? Why is everyone posting about this? And I'm a Leo myself, so I'm like, okay, I really need to Yeah, I guess. So, <laughs> so eight, eight, write down write down the eight things you want to manifest. That's what you're saying? Yeah, eight things you want to manifest, eight things you want to desire. Okay write down those eight things that you absolutely want to manifest, you know, with specifications, you know, not just, I want to receive a job. You know, you want to write down, this is the kind of job I want for me to be able to allow me to come into myself. And I yeah. want to have it on March 12th, you know, I mean like whatever mm -hmm. it is for you, you know, those are the most beautiful things that you can do to have that specification, fold that little piece of paper up. And the next morning, tomorrow morning, Take it outside in the beautiful earth, burn it, and allow those ashes just to be. And then wow. you just let go. You just you just say thank you. And then from there, as you know, you just pay attention to where you're being directed. Mm -hmm. And sometimes 
the beautiful part about it that I've learned is that whenever you're not expecting it, right? So you pay attention. You're like, oh, I'm supposed to talk to this person. So you talk to that person. And even though it's a conflict or a heated thing, mm-hmm. the universe needed you to have that to show you something else. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of it all is to like to accept all that is allowing for you to know. Yeah. You that's worded, what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. You worded that so beautifully. And it can even go bigger with just like the huge struggles we go through in life. Like you yeah. have to go through them to see something on the other side that Absolutely. you couldn't have seen without going through that. Yeah. So yeah. it takes time to learn that, of course, and it's <laughs> not easy, but it's no. worth it after it's done. Okay. So today I'm going to write down eight things I desire and yes. manifest, and I'm going to do it with my daughter too. And we're going to do it together. So no, I love that you bring the family into it. I mean, just think about it just for a minute. I think about this often too, definitely from my childhood, because I was not taught this at all, but or even even knew it existed. But mm-hmm. if you're taught this at such a young age, yeah. you know, energy, manifestation, self-love, self-care, you know, sometimes I think back and I'm like, man, how great it would have been. Where would I be now yeah. if I would have had someone <clears throat> who taught me that to show me that greatness, you know? Yeah. And totally. so I love that you're bringing your family. I do my, I do my son the same way. We, we, you know, when it's full moon, super moon, you know, all of those things, we always do little uh, pagan rituals that allow That's us so to cool. bring in with the energy. Yeah. I love that you're doing it with your family. Yeah, the day that we met when we were swimming with, you know, we had like a mom, mom date, right? I was thinking like, how lucky is your son? Like for to have <laughs> you as a mom, like that is <laughs> Like, I don't know. I just, I literally thought that that day. And I was like, man, imagine having a mom like Tammy. That'd be so cool. (laughs) Well, you know, thank you so much for that. You know, but it's not always, you know, sunshine and rainbows, you know, I mean, those things where, as you know, you know, we're, we're a soul having a human experience. Yeah. And with my military career, as well as my childhood, which was full of abandonment, full of abuse, full of neglect, all of that. It's just as you did, you know, Mm -hmm. you you make certain choices in your life that turn it around yeah. and those choices come from ourselves with our inner self. And so there are times where, you know, my, that PTSD comes out, right? That sure. PTSD is there and you're looking at your child and you're, you're like, Oh my gosh, why am I screaming? Mm-hmm. They're looking at you like, Oh my gosh, why are you screaming? <laughs> and I think the beautiful part about it is that I've always been very extremely open with my son about my own struggles, my own PTSD and a level that he could understand, mm-hmm. obviously, he's only yeah. 10 years old. And so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I usually will, if something has happened and I'm projecting, right, I'm mm-hmm. still, I got something from a past experience and my emotions are in turmoil. I allow the conditioning behavior come up into my human self and I'm projecting onto him that frustration. Yeah. I will 10 out of 10 <clears> times <throat> go back and say, I completely projected onto you. Yeah. What I felt was I was over here and I was a memory came up to me in a time that I was beaten and abused and it really shook me to my core. And so when you came into the room screaming, instead of taking a moment, I was still in a projected moment. And so I want to apologize for projecting onto you. I am now in a space of love and I would love to hear what is going on. Right. So it's not always right. Yeah. I feel like that happens probably all the time with parents yeah, who have gone absolutely. through trauma and they just don't recognize it. They're just not, you know, reacting every time, but mm-hmm. taking that pause and realizing like, okay, this is separate. I'm like, bring yourself to the present moment. I, I can see that all the time. I have to ask myself, 
Am I reacting from a place of Charlotte, 37 years old, or am I reacting yeah. from a place of like that scared five-year-old or that teenager or whichever phase of life that I still feel like I can react from at times if I'm triggered, you know? So I love that awareness so much. Well, I love I, what you just said when you said, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry no, it's okay. But, you know, I, I love what you said when you're like, you know, I, I am aware. You're, you're basically saying, I am aware of that reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you're you're stopping for a second and say, okay, how can now I respond to this life? How can I re- yes. respond in this present moment? Because I think a lot of people, you know, that react and respond is something that they don't quite get yet. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's like, okay, I don't want to react to something. Mm-hmm. I want to respond to something. Yes. I want to, you know, and so taking just a moment at any moment, whether mm-hmm. you're being, whether that PTSD moment, that trauma moment coming up, or whether it's just like beautifulness, you're like, okay, well, how can I respond to that? If you get into that daily practice of saying, okay, how can I respond to that? Even when it comes to food, what we put in our bodies or what we even meditate to, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. how can I respond to this right now? Yeah. When when we do that, it's like, oh, the angels are singing. Yeah. It it changes so much internally and then in your relationships too. Mm -hmm. You know, just, just two years ago, I was extremely reactive. That's how I grew up. You know, it was like react, 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 just putting out fires all the time. So it's really been a skill I've had to work on and I'm still like, still working on it daily. You know, it's hopefully in like 10 years, I'm a pro at it, but (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) We'll We'll see. see. You know, I, you know, I try not to, I try not to be a pro at anything. You know, I mean, I, I'm glad you brought that up because it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we're conditioned to so much in the society and mm-hmm. this matrix that we live in. And, you know, there's so many people out there that says, you know, practice makes perfect, you know. But yeah. when you can understand that practice makes progress. Yes. Then you can understand that we're always going to have the trauma. We're always going to have the PTSD. We're always going to have this inside us. Mm-hmm. Because it's just that's the way our mind works. The way the brain works, right? It's a it's a mechanical machine. Mm-hmm. That's like you know it has all these little areas that says I'm going to store this memory. I'm going to store this pain. I'm going to store this. And of course, because it wants to keep you safe, mm-hmm. you know, and safety means you know comfortable with where you're at right now. Yeah. That if you're coming <clears throat> from that place of reacting, your mind's going to be like, oh, okay, remember that's what we do. We react. That's what yep. we do, right? We react. Right. And so we have to tell it to like, no, that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And your brain's like, no, no, alert, alert, alert. And so, yeah. you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, yes, come from a place of peace, but understand that we're always going to have reaction inside of us. You know, yeah. I think it was, wasn't it Rumi who said, or Ram Das who said, yes, I have anger inside of me, but mm-hmm. I choose not to come from a place of anger. Mm-hmm. I and love that. I think that is so powerful. Because it is all about choice. Yeah. I'm curious your opinion on something you said brought this up for me. How would you suggest someone can go, like when someone has trauma, how do you come from a place of empowerment instead of victimizing yourself? Because I feel like I struggle. I struggled with that for a long time where it was like, why me? Why did I have to go through this? And then I I started turning it and using it Mm -hmm. as motivation and empower myself. But can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, one, I just have to commend you, you know, listening to, you know, pretty much all your podcasts. And, oh, you know, thank I, you. I, I, become, I become a bit of a stalker sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> We <interesting>. all do. <laughs> that's interesting that you say that. Let me give me more, right? You know, I mean, and just listening from your story and to like have this conversation with you now and just know you now, it's one of those things where like, you're not, you're not, you're not coming from a victim mentality anymore. And so it's about seeing that 
mm-hmm. knowing that that what is it's about understanding what is a victim, right. right? A victim is somebody who continues to tell their story, continue to tell the story of like, oh yes, I was mm-hmm. abused. Oh yes, oh you don't know how I had it, you know, and that that's where the victim mentality comes from. Yeah. And for me, I've now come from a place where I can tell my story and not have any emotions attached to it. Yes. And so I think it's about releasing the attachment that we have to the stories and to the situations that we have been in. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? I am no longer going to attach myself to this person, to this situation. So therefore I release it. But yet I can tell you, yeah, I could sit here and tell you that, you know, a story about an abusive moment in my childhood, mm-hmm. but I have no attachments to it. It's right. just like it is to be able to learn from, you know? And so I think once we release that attachment, it's about learning to continue on in a way of I'm pressing, I'm pressing on. I'm no longer, I'm no longer that person anymore. Yeah. I'm just thinking of someone listening who's thinking, okay, that sounds great, but how do I release that yeah. attachment? Absolutely. I think there's different, different ways into doing it and everyone is different, you know, as a, as a personal development, as a transformation and spiritual development person, coach, I would definitely say the first thing is to understand, do I still want to be a victim? Mm, So first and foremost, you need to ask yourself, am I a victim? Do I still want to be a victim? And if you really can get into those questions, you can really understand where you're putting your energy because everything is energy. So even those situations are energy. And Mm -hmm. if you keep attached to them, they're going to stay with you. And so meditation would be good, as you know, a meditative state of going back. So a lot of times you can have a journey, what we call it, in that Mm -hmm. shaman practitioner world is having a journey or daydream, whichever one you want to call it, people Mm -hmm. call it different things. And you go back to that memory. You just go back to that memory and you you allow yourself that power in that moment. So maybe you were too young to speak up for yourself or maybe you were too young to fight back. You know, it's about taking that moment and not creating anger, but create a space of like, you no longer affect me. Yes. Your words, your fists, your energy no longer affects me. And once you make that choice that it doesn't affect you, then you can move on. You can Mm -hmm. then begin to see the power that lives within you. Yeah. This reminds me of EMDR. That's what I did. Oh, it's, 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 yes. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny that you say that because as I go through my spiritual development practice, I realize that a lot of it is EMDR. Even some of the things that I teach my clients is EMDR. Yeah. And I mean, that's why it's a beautiful process right and it so can be powerful. so powerful once you get to the mm-hmm. root of it I mean so powerful and and really so that's really all you're doing because you're just shifting your cognitive mm. thoughts you're you're deciding to, to to tell like what what do people say it's like am I the one talking or am I the one listening yeah and it's like okay well you're neither right you're choosing to allow it to come into you mm-hmm. right I know I know I can remember when I first when my son was first born you know, as a first mom, you have all of these thoughts of like, oh gosh, what, okay, if I don't hear them sleeping or what if they're not breathing, you know, so anytime I would have Mm -hmm. those thoughts come up, I would say, stop, stop. Everything is fine. Mm -hmm. You are fine. We're in this moment and we're at peace. Yeah. You know, so it's just about making the decision to take a moment and say, I am not a victim. Yeah. Yeah. I find Like my brother, for example, or anyone Mm -hmm. who's in active addiction, they often have that victim mentality. And I think if they ask themselves those questions, they would want to stay in that. Oh, absolutely. Well, 
Yeah. If they ask their quote, am I a victim? They'll say, yes, I am because of this and this. Yeah. And, and that's when they'll say, yeah, you, I am a victim, you know? Yeah. But if you really ask yourself, do I want to continue? Yeah. Do I want to continue to be a victim? That's the way out right there. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the, that's the choice right Mm -hmm. there in saying, okay, I've identified myself as a victim. I know what situation has caused me to remember being a victim, but do I want to continue to choose to be a victim? Yeah. 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 And you know what? I never felt like a victim. Like I really never did. It was just until I started digging really deep inside myself that I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, this is so much, you know? And I started seeing all these different traumatic experiences that I needed to get through. And like you said, release the attachment to that's when I started getting overwhelmed and thinking, why me? Why me? Like, Mm -hmm. why did I have to go through this? And I had to really like ask myself those questions and what am I going to do with this? Why was this give, why was this life given to me? How am I going to use this to help other people? You know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's something that I think about a lot. And, and no, I heard that when I listened to your first episode, I heard, I heard you speak that way. I heard you say, okay, I didn't feel like I was a victim. I didn't feel like I was being traumatized. I was just simply doing what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so a lot of times when that happens, you know, our soul is saying, you know, we have to say, when we say I, like I am, right, mm-hmm. you have to know the difference between is this coming from my human or is this coming from my soul? So when you say like, I, I didn't, I was not a victim, you know, but why did I go through this? Right. Or this is the why did I go through this instead of switching and like reframing those little words, you know, like reframing yes. them for, for you to like feel better in that energy and reframe to say, okay, great. I went through that. All right, soul spirit, whatever you call it, this must be something you needed to learn. This must mm-hmm. have been something that you came back to this earth for. So what is the lesson here? And the lesson was you went through all that to be able to be here, mm-hmm. right? As the healer that you are, to be able to give this open opportunity for others to heal and for others to understand and for others to get the knowledge on, in a layman's term. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's the beauty of it. For you, I, I've read that you bring healing into your everyday life and you've really worked on releasing things that held you back. What, what types of things do you incorporate into your everyday life? Yeah, you know, it took me a long time as, as everyone does and, and not every day is perfect, right? Not every mm-hmm. day is the greatest day and we always have things. But, you know, I just begin with the simple things. The, the, the first moment I wake up in the morning, I just say, I love you. Mm. I love you. That's and I huge. really feel it. I feel it in my whole body. Mm-hmm. I feel it from, and I just simply just take it in a minute. And I just like, I feel the energy of love just pass through me. Mm-hmm. You know, Cause as you know, as our human body rests, our soul is like doing all its astral travels and mm-hmm. all of that, but it's still tethered to us. And so once I wake up in the morning, I just say, I love you. And then I say, thank you for coming back to me. Mm. you know for that soul to come back to me and I always just say let's start the day great show me how great it can be Mm, I love that right and then from there I just get up and do now I might wake up and slip and twist my ankle and hit my head (laughs) on the wall (laughs) right I think there's an understanding that you know when you're present in the moment Mm -hmm. it's about even having those hard moments and seeing the beauty of it all yeah, you know, and listening to your story and hearing and seeing you in life, I feel like that's a great deal that you do. Like you're like, okay, here we are, flat tire, 
okay, but <laughs> you know, let's mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just do it. Let's right? get through let's, it. Yeah. Let's, let's just get, let's just do it. You know, and because you're not really getting through anything, you're just doing it. You're just true. It. You're just true. being in it. You know, and you know, because I think when you when you it's like those little reframes we talk about when you say let's get through this. You know, that still is a little bit of that, a little bit of a victim mentality of like, mm-hmm. oh, here I go again, right? And it's more of like, oh, okay, great. All right, well, you're showing me I need to slow down. Perfect. I will yeah. slow down. I will catch my breath, you know, and reframing those little words. And so from there, I get up. I usually, I have a journal. First thing I do is I write in it. It's it's a body positive journal. It's a mind positive journal. Okay. Um, and it just really, I just kind of like put in there, you know, certain things of, you know, I want to be shown today how wonderful it can be through play, mm. through, through light. And uh, it takes me like two seconds to write down. Mm-hmm. After that, I have a routine of a great um, body movement exercise, just a little something to just get the flows going. Mm-hmm. And then, then after that, I just, um, I listen to um, either Tibetan bowls or I listen to, there's this one lady on YouTube, I completely forgot her name, but she does like this, oh, and like I listen to that and I just really feel inside myself. But I do it before anybody wakes up in the morning. Okay. So I get up earlier. So yeah. I get up before, you know, the spouse is up, the mother-in-law's up, the kid is up. Mm-hmm. All, so that way I can just have my moment. Um, yeah. So I think when we have our first thing in the moment, it is like that. Um, so that's usually my, my I daily. I love that. Um, I I really yeah. feel like all of that is missing from my life right now. <laughs> I feel like I was yeah. doing it for a while. And then it was, I would just start sleeping in more and more, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, and yeah. now I'm like, yeah, that's like, that's your mental mind saying, you know, let's keep you safe. Let's keep you feeling like you're tired. Yeah. yeah. But I absolutely loved when I was waking up earlier and meditating and journaling. So where do, where can I find that discipline and motivation? Like, <laughs> help <laughs> you know, me. I, again, you know, I mean, you know, everybody's just like, you know, where can I find motivation? And I think that once you take that first step, that's where you gain motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, whether even if it's, you know, I think it's, it's just not about beating ourselves up about it. Right. Even right. if you do sleep in, wake up and just say, I love you. Thank you so much for allowing yourself to have rest. Yeah. Now let's go. Okay. Right. I like that. It's not, it's not going into that. Oh, well, I didn't do this and I didn't do that. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the roller coaster, right? Yeah. The cycle that your mental mind wants to say, Oh, don't forget, you know, I want don't get, don't get uncomfortable. I need you to stay comfortable. That's so true. Yeah. I love that reframe because I feel like that would help me even wake up earlier on other days, yeah. just because once I start giving myself grace and compassion, it's just yeah. everything flows better, you know? It just so, flows better, doesn't it? It's so wonderful. Yeah. And I listen to Mel Robbins, too. It's like one of my favorite podcasts. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember when she was doing that high five challenge? Yes, yes, I yeah. do. No. I, didn't yeah. part- I didn't hear about it until recently, so I, ju- I tried it like three days ago. Like, give yourself a high five in the mirror. Yeah. And it felt really good. I was like, okay, I can yeah. do this every morning. And yeah, you're truly seeing yourself. Yeah, you truly see yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really powerful. The episode I listened to, it was with her and her husband. And her husband was saying, no, I don't want to do that. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then they dug into it. Like, why? Why don't you want to do it? And and it came down to he couldn't look himself in the in the eyes yeah. in the mirror. So it's it's very deep with it. You know, you're doing yeah. a simple high five, but you're really looking straight at yourself mm-hmm. and yeah. and who you are and he broke down on the podcast i was like oh my oh, gosh yeah yeah i listened to it. it was it was amazing but i love the transparency and the openness yes, they have too. and sharing 
and because that's what we all we all struggle with right mm-hmm. we all struggle with these things of not wanting to be seen because our conditioned society you know doesn't want us to allow us to see ourselves exactly. what it does instead is our society has taught us how to put others in front of us mm-hmm. and so anytime we have to put ourselves first we get uncomfortable right yeah. we're like oh no that's not supposed to happen or what mm-hmm. do i really see what what will i really see if i do look at myself mm-hmm. you know and i think that was so powerful for him to explore as well as for them to share yeah. you know, it just makes me think of um you know i i did the challenge as well i did do it i did do you the did? high five thing and it felt so good and by the five days into it my guides were telling me to go deeper mm-hmm. and so what i did after that is i looked in the mirror I literally looked into myself, mm-hmm. seeing my soul look at myself. So seeing wow. my soul look at my human body, look at my human decisions and my human choices. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I can remember just bawling like a baby because it was just like, oh, man, I, I'm acting from a human all the time. Wow. I'm not acting from my spirit, mm-hmm. which is where I want to come from. And it was so powerful in that moment to understand that all these experiences that I went through you know, I think just like you, you know, we were, we were basically 30 at the age of six. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's mm. what it was like. Our, our mentality, our thoughts, our process of us taking care of others, mm-hmm. we did it then. So then we go, we grow a little bit and then we have a little bit of like mischievousness, mm-hmm. you know, because we didn't get to experience it back then. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, well, I just want to love life. I want to so be able to true. play and do this and, and not have this responsibility because I was so overwhelmed at the age of six to whatever. Yeah. You know? And if we think about that for a moment and really just look into that, you know, it's it's really our soul was taking over then. Our soul was like, hey, look, mm. I'm going to put you in this situation so that way you understand that when you do reach the age of 30, mm-hmm. you can understand that I need you to come back to be a six-year-old. I wow. need you to come back and play and love yourself and just have no thoughts about the things that hold you down Mm -hmm. you've already been through that you know Mm -hmm. and it could be so powerful to just see ourselves that is so interesting i i think i'm still waiting for that playful time in my life (laughs) yeah honestly like that i would that brings up so much for me wow do you mind if i kind of like do a little uh, no not at all a little bit here so one the the energies that you go through a day are completely attached to you So even with your regular job, with your family and other things outside that, your love is so big, right? I mean, the way I see it, you just, you love so big. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. I might cry a little bit because it's just very, so, I love love. I love love, Mm -hmm. right? And so because you go through all those little areas, the areas of love that you send out to people, you automatically attach to their energy and their energy attaches back to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So as you're giving them love, you feel their pain. Mm, yeah. And so you need to find a way to be able to release their energy from you, whether it be, you know, there's some people who do cord cutting, mm-hmm. there's some people who do visualization of releasing energy. But yeah. we must understand that every moment we, we connect to energy. You know, we can connect to our dog's energy, our kid's energy, the outside energy. A tree, we can connect to that energy, Mother mm-hmm. Earth's energy. Right. And so if we're feeling a bit off, there might be just some stuck energy from mm-hmm. maybe somebody you saw <clears throat> four hours ago. Yeah. And I feel for you, 
you have take you you give love so much in those spaces that you take on their non-playful energy and therefore mm. it's hard for you to find the energy to be playful yeah yeah that that's so, that sounds so right so a lot of times you know if you go into cord cutting there's three different ways right there's cutting the cord there's detaching the cord and then there's replenishing the cord Mm-hmm. So depending on what it is, you know, if it's like somebody at the grocery store that I saw and connected to that energy and they're like angry, right? And then I feel all of a sudden feel angry, mm-hmm. right? It's the same as like, say, if you're walking through a neighborhood or and all of a sudden you feel angry and you're like, I wasn't angry five seconds ago, but now I'm really irritated. It's because somebody you walked by, a house you walked by or somebody drove by you and that energy is just connected to you. Wow. And so you have to just release that. And mm-hmm. so... Cutting them, you can just be like, no more, right? Visualize it leaving you, you're done with it. Have it go back to once it came, it doesn't belong to you anymore. Another way is, you know, sometimes when it's a sibling or a family member and they're like, and I'm like, no, you know, I simply just detach them from me and I put them in visualize imagination. I put them into the earth or into a tree and I ask Mother Earth to be able to have their energy and heal it. Because it's not mine, and I do not want it. I do not need it. It is not of service to me. That's a huge one for me. It's a huge huge one, because I still want to give them love. I still want to give them, I want to wish them well. Yeah. I don't need to cut them from me. I'm just asking for someone else, something Mm -hmm. higher than me, to recharge them. Yes. Right. And then just send them off with well wishes. Now, sometimes with, like, my spouse and my son, I will re-energize that cord because I want that cord still attached to me because there's so much love there and I need to be with them all day long. Mm-hmm. But I will just send that cord beautiful, bright colors, love, 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 just love. Sometimes mm-hmm. I imagine I'm playing a harp or I'm just in that moment. And those are three different ways of like utilizing that energy to say it is not mine. Yeah. I wish it well or let's let's give it more love. And connection, mm-hmm. You know? And so you have so much energy on you. And so at the end of the day, perhaps a practice for you would be like jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. Imagine the cards are just falling off you. The cords are just falling. Just. Okay. Right? They just fall off you. I do not need you. You're not with me anymore. Or maybe you like to like take a shower at the end of the day. Like just imagine just washing off. Mm-hmm. You can imagine whatever feels comfortable for you. I, I had one client that he was big into baseball. And mm-hmm. So he imagined it being a big ball and he would whap it up and he would whap it. Right. <laughs> That's like, okay. Awesome. Well, whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah. Right? Just get rid whatever of it. it is, it's just for you just getting rid of it and releasing it. So that way you can come back into that playful self, that loving self, that rejuvenated self and, mm-hmm. and come from that place, you know, and, uh, and allow yourself time to do that. Like I know our lives on a human level can be so, I mean, we've got pick up this kid, get that kid, bake dinner, Go to this yeah. sporting event. Go to that sporting event. There's so much going on, but you, you must give yourself time, you know, five seconds, 30 seconds to just do that release and just know that the universe has got it. Do you think that that has to, anything to do with like kind of, I personally feel like it's more of like a energy roller coaster sometimes. Yeah. It, I don't know if it's associated with like my menstrual cycle because I don't have, oh. I don't have a period, so I never really know. But lately I've been trying to pay attention to those little signs because sometimes I'm just like, I'm doing great and I'm feeling so positive. And then some, I, maybe it is the energy of other people. Cause it happened with like a conflict with my mom. It was like after that night, 
I was just, I like hit the ground. Yeah. And yeah. I, I got and home from work and got exactly like, right in bed. And I was just like feeling all of these like nasty, negative things coming at me, like my thoughts. Yeah. And I'm like, where, what is this? I, I don't do this anymore. Why am I doing this? You know? Yeah. I yeah. To, had to pull myself out of it. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad you said, you know, why am I doing this? What is happening here? Because I think, you know, there's always that how, what, when, where, and why. Mm -hmm. And I think if we just say how instead, like, how can I release this? How can can I I not be attached to this? How can I just let go of this? Because, yes, I mean, that is the exact moment I'm talking about where you just attach to your mom's energy. Mm -hmm. You know, she must have triggered something. She must have, like, hit hit something that is from a past experience. And you're like, maybe it's because, you know, you don't feel like you're heard or you don't have the voice to speak because she's not going to listen anyway. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like my mom, mm-hmm. like if she's not gonna speak, 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 <laughs> but there ain't nothing coming in, right? right? You know, and, and it's just that, unfortunately, those humans have taken over and they're just stuck on that way. They don't want to mm-hmm. see anything. And that's fine. I wish you well. I love them. Thank you so much. But that's not something I'm going to be a part of, right? Yeah. And sometimes it's like in the moment you can do it as well. You know, so, you know, a lot of people... So like in the moment, if I'm in a conflicted, like with my siblings or with my mom or something Mm -hmm. like that, I just simply say, you know, I love myself enough to not be in this conversation or be in this energy space with you. I'm going to go ahead and go. I love you. Be well. And I'll talk to you soon. And I'll either just leave or I'll hang up. I'm literally writing this down (laughs) so I can remember it next time. It's one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, even though, you know, they're going to sit there and talk some shit, Mm -hmm. right? Sorry. It's okay. Okay. All right. I got that sailor mentality, right? So even though it's there, right, even though they're going to, you know, they're going to be like, um, you don't remember what Charlotte said to me today, Mm -hmm. right? Or, or your sibling might be like, mm. uh, okay, well, that's just, I'm not going to talk to you for a while. You just have to allow them to be in their space. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Whenever you're ready, I'll, I would love to be in that energy with you. But not until you're ready to come, you know, and have a human experience that <clears> is <throat> kind, you know, and loving. You know, so many people out there are like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? And really, our, our soul's main purpose on this earth is to learn, to love, and be kind. That's it. That's our sole purpose. But our soul's mission is some, something completely different. It's what we're supposed to get out of this lifetime. Okay. You know, and so there's always two different things. The purpose is always the same. Love, be kind, and learn. And then your mission is like, what do I do with it? What do I do with all that? You know, but yes, release that energy. Yeah, it definitely. It's It's been going away a little bit every day, but I still feel it. And she, my mom lives with me and she's probably going to listen to this podcast and be all mad at me after because I talked yeah. about her. She gets very defensive, yeah. you know, but yeah, it, a lot of my trauma is from being with her and she still lives with me and yeah. we face those things still. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, mm-hmm. like, I just want to like shake it off, you know, like I got the chills right now. Yeah. Well, I hope that she is listening. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, because one thing I would say is that when she's listening because she's still somewhere inside her wants to be different. Yeah. She wants to make a shift. She wants to make a change. And by listening to the podcast, she's able to be, to hear it, mm-hmm. you know, whether she get whether you get mad and upset and angry, that's just her journey. Yeah. That's her journey to learn, you know, and when you get frustrated, you know, that's, that's just the universe telling you you're connected to it too much. You're deeply into it. You know, it's, it's in a way, and I know this seems, 
hard to comprehend, but it's in a way that we must understand we're still having a human experience. Mm-hmm. We're going to have another lifetime. You know, there's people out there that say, you know, this, you have this one life, let's live it to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And I disagree with that because we have multiple lives. We have multiple lives and we will continue to move on and on and on and on. You know, and so it's like utilize this lifetime to learn what you need to learn and work through the things that you need to work through on. So that way, the next lifetime, you ain't got to do that shit again. Yeah. You've already been there. You've already done that. Your soul is going to like, okay, great. We learned that lesson. Let's go to the next. Mm -hmm. The next one, I, you know, because the hardest thing about it is that we must understand there was a time and a place where our soul came to this earth to be the murderer. It Mm -hmm. wanted to know what it felt like to be a murderer. So then in that lifetime, we were murderers. And then once we learn that lesson, we go to the next lifetime. Okay, I want to learn to be a thief. Okay, I want to learn to be a priest. Okay, I want to learn to be a mom. Okay, I want to learn to be a dad. Right? It learns all these things because it's so fast to go to the super extension of, you know, when we get to that part of being like Buddha or Dalai Lama or Mm -hmm. Jesuit or Mother Mary. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I can just see everything as love. And so anytime she's faced with you and you're faced with her, just see love. Okay. I will. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to practice that. It's hard. It's practice. It's a practice, right? That's what it's all about. It's a, it's a, it's a deep practice. So I, I do feel a deep love with her. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, you know, definitely. it's, it's just our communication, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of families who live with their parents go through that. Do you live with your mother-in-law? Did you say that? Uh, yes. Well, we take care of my mother-in-law. She has okay. dementia. And so we oh. take care of her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little different, but yeah, it's, it's every, and especially with parenting and mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. Yeah. trying, she wants to be the grandma, but then also parent. And it's like, we have, have to have some boundaries set, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like diving into what you were saying. It was like, I was stuck in a little trance listening to all of that. <laughs> so cool. I'm, I just heard something the other day about like our soul's mission that I'm mm-hmm. curious your thoughts about. Do you, like, in your opinion, if, like, say you didn't learn the lesson you were supposed to, Mm -hmm. when you do come back for another life, is it a worse life than it was? Or, or that's what I heard that, like, you, you keep going backwards until you, until you start learning and figuring things out. Right. Absolutely. You know, the, the the way for me to explain it are just exactly what guys have informed me of. You know, and and there's times where I speak to my higher self and I speak to my soul, whether I do automatic writing or channeling, whichever it is, you know, they want to come through as. It's one of those things What I've understood is that your soul wants to learn the deepest lesson it can in this lifetime. So in this lifetime, for me, I understand that what it needed to learn is for me to get here, for me to be able to. Because as I look back at it, there were many times in my military career where the universe was leading me out of the military. It was Mm. basically saying, you are not needed here. You are not Mm -hmm. needed here. But because of fear and because of doubt of my own self of like doing something different than the military, I stayed in. Mm. Here I was compounded by fear, compounded by doubt of my mental mind, my human body, society. I stayed in it. And it took me longer and longer. And I went through more pain and more pain and more pain trying to find myself until finally the universe said, you're not doing anything about it. I will. Right. Cause I think in this lifetime, my soul was like, we've already learned all that. We don't mm-hmm. need to go through that. That's why it was so quickly for me to get through. That's probably why it was so quickly for you to be like, I've never felt like a victim. I never felt like that. 
because your soul's like, we already know what that feels like. Oh. So just go on, go on. You're okay. all right. Keep going, girl. You'll get it. You're almost there. Few more years, mm-hmm. right? And so, it's not one of those things where our soul gets mad at us because we're not making the right decision. It's just that finally the universe will come around to say, "Okay, boom, now you're on it." You know, because for me, when I retired, it was the military saying, "Hey, you you've done 24, <laughs> right? Let's let's get you out <laughs> so we can get those other people who just came in and get them higher in rank." Yeah, right. So we need you to go to fill, so someone else can fill those shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't for me saying, okay, I'm done. I'm going to retire. It was, I got notification that it's yeah. like your 24 years. It, it's good. We need you. We're asking for you to retire. So that way other people can move up in the ranks. And so I was like, okay, then. All right, mm-hmm. universe, I'll listen. And a little bit, you know, you know, prior before then, I had an in- inclination, right? That yeah. I had a feeling like, oh, I am done with this, <laughs> right? And so once I began to go on that path to where my soul wanted to, everything opened up, right? I began to receive this guidance. I began to receive the guides that I knew were there when I was younger. You know, I was a kid. My parents, um, I, w- I was what you call like a, in religious abuse. So they were Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I would know things and say things. And they would be like, what are you talking about? Right. And I had no idea of knowing this, but I was just talking, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm waking up and saying, well, grandma said goodbye to everybody. And they're like, what are you talking about? Right? <laughs> it's like so strange for them to understand. And for yeah. me, you know, instead of being able to say someone saying, Oh, that's awesome. I love that you received that information from that guide. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, told I was a liar, told I was a manipulator, you know, you've got the devil in you, let us get it out, wow. right, all these things, and so that's how I was raised, and that religious abuse of, like, this is not happening, this is not possible, Yeah. and, and, I, and I'm over here questioning, well, if you speak to angels, and you speak to God, how come I can't, right, right, it's all the same thing, uh-huh. it's all the same, yeah. so I'm just like, that's interesting, Um. so I hid it for a long time, like, I had it dormant inside myself, and so once I got out of the military, it Wait, was like you held it in all throughout the military. Oh, all throughout the military. Oh so I would, gosh. I would be receiving. I mean, in the intuition of like the certain missions that I was doing, it was really great because it was like, oh, we should not go down that one. Let's get it all. Wow. Did the right, closest so many, people know, like your closest friends or no, anything? No, wow. not, no, not even, not even. I think some of my friends did because when I would get a little bit wasted, you know, as a sailor, <laughs> we drink a lot, but. When I, I would, I would then start having conversations or guides would come through mm-hmm. and channel and I would be talking to them, wow. right? Like say, like say maybe, you know, just like earlier, like their grandpa or somebody would come through and want to give mm-hmm. them a message. Like they'd be like, oh, you were talking so much shit last night. You're <laughs> so drunk. And I was like, what? So I held all that in. I held it all in. Um, oh and I, it was just dormant until, I mean, literally, you know, as I got out of the military, it was just like, boom, they were like, finally. Now, now can we begin? Wow. And I said, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's similar for you as well in that sense of like, now can I begin? They're like, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. And, you know, you feel that. And now it's just going through those understandings of life. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm living with my mom. Yes, she's here. She's trying to do all these other things and parent, you know, how can I reframe and allow myself to be me, but not allow her energy to affect me? Yeah. You know, yeah. That's the biggest thing I'm going to work on because mm-hmm. I feel like that's yeah. what's affecting me the most right now. Well, energetically. And, and love her, love her through your soul, not through your human. Okay. You know? Yeah. And then of course, like being a social worker and 
having clients and I feel like the playful, I want the playfulness to come out so bad. And And I was thinking I did some inner child healing when I finished my certification and it, you're supposed to go back to like a time in childhood where you were, you were playing and I could not think of one. I couldn't think of any like yeah. joyful, just a time when it was like, just fun. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there was just always something like worry, a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, yeah. like what's going to happen. So yeah, it's time to like have some fun. And, and yeah. So what did you playful. do in that process? Did you, did you just release it? Like, so, I'm just curious now. So, yeah. so what was that like? Did Were you able to find something or did you say, Oh, I don't have anything. Let me move on. It was more of just like an awareness of like, wow, like there, there isn't, there isn't anything I can pull on right now. Mm-hmm. And it was with a partner. So she was walking me through it. And oh, at the end, it was like, you know, you give feedback and all of that. And I told her, I was like, I couldn't think of any playful time and the only time where things started to become fun was when I started drinking as a teenager so then I associated fun and play with alcohol you know so so many like you know limiting beliefs just absolutely back to back holding me back so now it's like trying to break free from all of those you know absolutely you know there's also times where you can go into past lives and really a time when those times were fun right so so if you, whenever you're in your meditative practice, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just listen to, and you know, maybe a type of like love frequency or just have like a little bit of something or maybe some drumming, mm-hmm. you know, whatever's, whatever's good for you. And then just set the intention saying, I, I would love to be shown a past life when I was a child and had so much fun Okay. and just had joy. And then just allow, like, don't, don't look for an outcome. Mm-hmm. Like, don't like already like have it. Okay. I'm going to be on a playground. Or I'm going to be, it's just whatever comes, you mm-hmm. know, even if it was like playing with snakes. Yeah. Right. Just whatever comes <clears> to <throat> you and then be in that moment and then allow that energy of that moment to be able to be with you in this energy in this moment. Okay. You know, so you can also do that as well. And going back to a past life, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be able to feel those feelings again and have that confidence and that clarity of what wow. fun looks like for you. I didn't know that I'm going to practice that literally this whole time. I'm like, throughout our talk, I'm like mm-hmm. coughing and it's like something's yeah. trying to come out, you know? Yeah. I can yeah. feel it. It's so yeah, strange. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, <clears throat> and that could just be a clearing of the throat chakra. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be, you know, just definitely like just wipe it out get that gunk out of there, you know, do what you have to do. Drink plenty, you know, a lot of people like a lot don't understand it. Like somebody like us that like do so much energy throughout the whole day. Mm-hmm. We need to have electrolytes. We need to have tons of water more than what most people even realize. Yeah. We have to be able to, to drink that. So that way we're replenishing our body because, you know, we're, yes. we're spending it <clears throat> so much, you know, even mm-hmm. after this, we'll probably both be a little tired mm-hmm. because our energy is in it. But understand that what what's coming in is that an understanding that what you consider play is based on our society. So mm-hmm. your play is different than what other plays might look like in the sense of like playing dolls or playing hopscotch or playing a game or playing this. Yours comes more with the fluid of a dance. So just remember that those type of things are play as well. There's yeah. The guide is saying that playfulness is also anything that gives us joy and reminds us that we are a child within and a child of the divine which makes us divine so Mm. child of god which is of god that makes us god yeah right Mm -hmm. in a spiritual way see this guide is trying to come in too do you hear my voice (laughs) Mm -hmm. asking for me to channel 
And I'm telling the guy that I'm not going to channel right now, that I'm just going to be with you. Mm-hmm. And so, so just remember that as well. Even if it's okay. like listening to music in a car or doing your nails or anything like that, like your thoughts of play comes from the human conditioning. Yeah. So do the things that your spirit is saying is a play. Because it could just be drawing or painting, mm-hmm. things like that. So just remember that as well. Okay. And yeah. that's so funny you say that because the, t- the two things that I do do that I when I can finally loosen up and let go is mm-hmm. dance around with the kids and then like sing in the car as loud as I can. I get so much joy yeah. from that because I love yeah. singing. Yeah. So, that, that so that's fun. it. So whenever you're feeling down and stuff, just jump in the car, go around the block, singing mm-hmm. whatever it is you want to sing. It's usually like Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, there you go. Or... Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that that's one gets me. It gets I, me out I can of any funk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tammy. And so do those things. So stop and do those things whenever you have the moment. Yeah. Right. I mean, even I was... if it's just like driving it out of the driveway and driving it right back in. Yeah. I was doing a little ritual every morning with the kids where I would put that song on. Cause mm-hmm. they're, they're just like their moods in the morning are terrible sometimes, yeah. you know? So I would put that on and like wake them up and my energy was so much lighter when it, when I did that and they liked it and it was fun mm-hmm. and it wasn't a fight, you know? So yeah. it's something I really need to, I want to incorporate. Yeah. They, they're telling me that the reason why your kids are like that sometimes is because they're not sure how the day is going to go. So possibly if you can start incorporating like, hello, good morning. What a wonderful day we have. Today we have this, this, and this. This is our timing for this and da-da-da. So I think that they're telling me that that's something like your kids are um, uh, not sure what the day is going to be for them. Mm-hmm. And so if you can just incorporate, hey, this is what we, even before they go to bed or maybe first thing in the morning and then allow them to have a spot of the day where they get to choose okay. might be helpful as well. Yeah. You just explained my daughter. Like, oh, did I? <laughs> maybe that will help because every day yeah. she's like, if I if I tell her we have something at four, you didn't tell me I had that. I didn't know right. I had that, and like yeah, she yeah. she gets anxiety about it, or like yeah. she just doesn't like it, and she yeah. always wants to know what time it is. How long is it going to take to get there? Yeah, yeah. So she does that before she sleeps. Does she have a hard time falling asleep as well? Sometimes, yeah, I have to give yeah. her melatonin. Sometimes, yeah. So just just in those cases, just do that. Like you know, here's our calendar for tomorrow. I want to make sure that you do what you want to do. Where can we put that in? You know, it's, okay. it's they're telling me that that's something that your kids need is to understand the day. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've been like searching for something to help me. So I yeah. I bet you anything that is going to help so oh, much. Good. Thank you. Good. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I love no worries. that. Okay. First of all, or lastly, I guess I could say, where can people find you? I'm going to put it in the show notes, but if you want yeah, to Yeah, absolutely. So Coach Tammy Ward is my thing. So it's uh, Coach Dash Tammy. What is it again? I got it. <laughs> uh, so it's three It'll days, be in uh, the show Coach notes. Coach Dash Tammy Ward is what it is. And then I have my own podcast, which is Embraced by Boldly. Hopefully I can get Woo! you on there well sometime. Yeah. And then, you know, and yeah, I'm right there. My website just basically just can send you anywhere, anywhere it is possible. So yeah, so that's where they can go. This was such a powerful episode. Like, I I want to thank you because I feel like I got so much out of it personally that I have like a whole thing of notes right here next to me. And that's awesome. Yeah, I knew you were going to be great. I knew it. So thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for just sharing the space with me. I I I again cannot thank you enough for just being a part of this human experience that is giving others 
different ways of thinking, different ways of moving, different ways of processing right. than what we're used to and understanding how to get out of the cycles. I mean, yes. really, this is your, I mean, almost every single episode is about how to be better mm-hmm. and not in the sense of like, there's something wrong with anybody. You know, like right. a lot of people say I need healing and I always remind people you're not broken. Yeah. There's nothing to heal. Exactly. What you need to do is just come from a place of, I want to be more than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're more than what you were yesterday, every day you will learn. And I love that you're bringing that out there. We need more people like you. Yeah. <laughs> that like, brings us to the forefront. Because as you know, our universe is shifting. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, this is where it's going. This is what's opening up. Our universe is opening up everything for people to say, hello, mm-hmm. like, fly, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's wonderful. So thank you so much for, for bringing that space to this to this uh, matrix we live in. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just so grateful anytime I hear people tell me that they listened or or what they learned from one of the guests I had is yeah. like wow people people really are listening and getting something from yeah. this and Absolutely. it's it's truly from my heart and and I'm just so excited and happy to be doing it that I that I I want to make a whole episode on the process I went through just to make the podcast oh. Oh, because yeah, there was so yeah. much that went into that you know and yeah, I absolutely. had to face within myself so all right we'll wrap this up thank you everyone right. for listening thank you Tammy and we'll see and hear from everyone on the next episode thank you so much for tuning in to this episode if you loved what you heard please leave me a review on iTunes share it with your friends and tag me on social media you can find me on Instagram at healinganddealing.podcast and by joining our Facebook group. Be sure to follow me for inspiration, tips, and exciting news about upcoming episodes. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one or have questions or comments about what you heard today, please email me at healinganddealing.podcast at gmail.com. Your support means the world to me. I'm so grateful to be sharing my voice and the voices of others with you. Now, let's keep healing and dealing. We'll see you in the next episode.